If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Hello, everyone. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast and checking out Tuesdays with Tammy. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about the holidays and what that can mean for people who are dealing with toxic relationships. And if you have not had to experience that um, and the subsequent decisions around that, um, that that's good. But if you have had to experience it or are trying to figure out what you're going through, uh, this is the place that I want to talk about this. So the thing is, is that toxic relationships exist all the time, but I have found personally that this can be extremely challenging, especially around the holidays. And uh, societally, we expect that people will get together with their families and that that is all a rosy, uh, fun time. And there are people out there who recognize that that is not always the case. And in particular, um, obviously I focus on hoarding, but there's other types of chaos and dysfunction that people encounter that they may choose to avoid. And it, I'm here to say that sometimes those toxic relationships are the reason why you don't go home for the holidays. And I think we need to remove the guilt from some of the conversations that we have um, it, mentally. Some of the things we tell ourselves that we should or we have to or what would happen if we don't. And I think it's important and valuable to look at what are those conditions that you would be returning home to if you went for a holiday. Because I know we can build up, you know, that perfect idyllic holiday holiday idea. And then you go and you're disappointed because you had an expectation that it would look like, you know, that perfect TV show in the movies when people go home and enter their childhood home and everyone's happy to greet them and see them. But if you grew up in a hoarded situation and you go and you leave and then you come back, it can be quite a shock, especially if you haven't been in a while or if you've personally done a lot of work on your own concerns and your own mental health and your own well-being it can be difficult to walk back into that environment and see that people that you know and love have not changed, but you have, which is why your tolerance for say a high level of clutter may have shifted and you might find it very stressful to go home on the holidays because you've shifted your environment. And I see this come up a lot for people who maybe have left the hoarded home, they go off to college, they're in a dorm or an apartment or something. And then, you know, it's the holidays. So you want to go home because that's where your family is or your siblings, or maybe you don't want to explain to other people why you're not going home for the holidays. So you kind of feel like 
because other people expect you to go home that you should. And I can in some ways empathize with that because it's hard to leave your siblings or your parent or your loved ones who maybe don't hoard. It's hard to leave them there and move on with your life. So I get that we want to come back and check on them. We want to visit with those people. But I also want to say that you could also visit at another time. Maybe you want to enjoy your holiday somewhere else and then visit your family that lives in that other place, you know, at a different time. So that not only are you fulfilling what you would like to do as far as seeing them, but you're also able to enjoy some of your own holidays. And I know for me personally, when I left um, my senior year of high school, the hoarded home, I felt bad because I left my brother in that space and there wasn't a whole lot I could do for him at that point. And it's so I get that it's hard to, to leave that space and go like enjoy your life when you know other people are stuck over there suffering. But just know that you have choices around that and that you don't always have to go spend your time with them. And if you do decide to go and spend time with them, recognize that maybe you don't need to stay in the house or maybe you don't need to go in the house at all and you all meet somewhere else and have Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving or a meal somewhere so that you're not subjecting yourself to lots of clutter, mold, maybe a lot of pets. Um, Maybe you don't want your clothes to smell funny. You know, maybe there's nowhere to sit or eat um, in the hoarded home. So there's lots of reasons why it's valid to not want to spend your holiday there. And I just think that it matters for people who don't realize that they have a choice that you can choose to not spend your holiday there or you can limit your exposure. And a lot of the reason I say that is because your mental health matters too. And if you grew up in some sort of dysfunction or chaos, personal boundaries were probably not explored or they were stepped over. And so you may not recognize, you know, that some some kind of behavior is out of bounds and or it would be had you known more about boundaries and more about how to protect your own mental health and another piece of that is if you are an adult and you have your own children there might be pressure for you to bring the grandkids over and honestly there are valid reasons why you may not do that because There may not be anywhere safe to play. There may not be anywhere to cook or eat. You may not have a place to use a bathroom in a hoarded home. So there are a lot of reasons that, unfortunately, a person that hoards may not recognize as the reasons why people don't come to their home or why their adult child doesn't bring the grandkid to that space. So... I just need, I just want to share with people that sometimes your decisions around the holidays uh, really need to be a reflection of your values now, your boundaries, your limitations, 
and being respectful of your own needs, which can be really challenging if you've never really thought about it or never been encouraged to really consider what your mental health looks like when you go into a situation. And I was considering this a couple days ago that as an adult, I've never spent a holiday in the home where I grew up. Like there was no room to do that. There is no, there was no room at the kitchen table. You couldn't even see the kitchen table. So there, there was no holiday and I have been gone for a long time from that space, but I've never had a holiday in the home where I grew up since I moved out. And I just found that to be really interesting because it makes sense why I look at some of these other things that I see. And I think, I wonder what it would be like to go home and see your baby picture on the wall. Like, I wonder what it would be like to actually stay in the room that you stayed in when you grew up. Like, I don't know what that's like. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that leave home and never go home for a myriad of reasons. And I'm here to tell you that those are often very valid reasons and that you are not required to subject yourself to that once you escape. And yes, there is lots of other repercussions and you might have angry parents or siblings or family members who don't understand you know, the situation that you grew up in, they may not even understand what you're avoiding now because they might not have been to that home in years either. So uh, there's just things to consider this time of year. And on another note, I would say if you are a person that has no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to dysfunctional families or why people don't go home, to consider when you ask people things, what are you saying to them? Because um, it's not, I don't feel like it's our place to make other people feel bad for choosing to not spend their holiday with their parent or their family or, or um, to travel a long way and have to spend a lot of money to stay in a hotel because you can't stay in the hoarded house. Um, not that you would want to, but there, there can be a lot of additional expenses that come up if you're visiting a place that um, you can't stay. You know, it's just not a conducive to people being there. So I just encourage people to really look at this from different angles and really respect people's choices and decisions because a lot of times they are exactly what that person needs in order to maintain their own sanity, their own mental health, and their own peace of mind, as well as enjoying the holidays themselves. Like, I don't think we have to be miserable with others on the holiday just because someone in the society tells us that's what we ought to do. So I think it's really valuable to recognize that the adult kids of parents uh, that hoard are valuable, the youth living in the hoard are valuable, valuable, the spouse who is struggling with someone that hoards, you know, if you have a roommate that hoards, there's all these people that might have a hoarding problem that we will come across in our lives. And it's just really important to know what our personal boundaries are. 
around that and what is our tolerance for clutter what is our tolerance for negative or narcissistic behavior um, psychological you know abuse it, it exists in these situations and it's valid to consider what you want to tolerate during the holidays as well as any other time of the year so just a few thoughts for me uh, from me around toxic relationships and around uh, what the holidays could mean for some of us it can be um, it can be challenging to navigate the holidays sometimes especially if we're newly um, outside of a chaotic situation it can be challenging to figure out you know what is the right way to navigate the holidays for us so know that you don't have to do this alone know that people understand and i invite you to join us um, in the hoarding solution group and just know that people are not alone that you're not alone and that we are working to to talk about this more so thanks for stopping by the hoarding solution podcast and i wish you all a very happy holiday season if you or a loved one has a hoarding problem let's work together on a solution 